0: Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, it's our year-end wrap-up episode. We're talking the biggest stories of last year, what will be the biggest stories of next year, and our picks of the year. It's a canvas episode of Don't Panic, it starts for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 187, recorded December 18th, 2017. Looking back, looking forward, Hello, everybody. I'm Sean Jennings. This is Don't Panic the Tonight, the podcast on Catch Tonight. You and I'm joined by two guys who are at the peak of human health Colby Rabbit, and Dan Miller. They're, they're feeling just, I know you guys are psyched up and ready
1: to go. You may not like it, but this is what peak human health looks like.
0: <laughs> Welcome to 2017. <laughs> That's why. Like. Water? Yeah, the Dan Miller kit. Off drops. Yeah. Raisin
1: tissue. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: now, are those can you raisinets. raisinets? Can you get those over the counter now, or do you need a prescription?
2: <laughs> they well, keep, them, they depend- keep them behind the counter so that the government can record who's buying them. Like, uh,
0: I guess Dan, Dan goes and I need I need twenty cases of raisinets, and they're like, oh shit, he's making meth with
1: them." Listen, <laughs> so I saw I saw the new Star Wars movie on Sunday. <clears throat> I saw it on Saturday. I did not see it. Please do uh, not spoil. Oh it. my God, Sean, we went through this whole thing last year, two years ago. Did we? you've yeah, was I slow all, to you... see it last
0: year? I don't remember. No, no. no. Did I you see Rogue first.
1: One? I'm talking about the Force Awakens. You you watch all the movies. Yes, it I was seen a all whole. The it was a whole deal.
0: Yes, yes. I live tweeted me watching the Star Wars films. It was quite enjoyable. I enjoyed the Force <clears> Awakens.
1: Do you have plans to see the new Star Wars movie? I,
0: I, oh, like every human on the planet, I will. But can I be completely honest? I'm really not that enthusiastic. I'm just, I think, oversaturated with it. Just being like, and I've been good. I haven't seen any, I saw like the very, 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 very first teaser trailer and then have been on a blackout. I haven't seen any of the trailers, haven't seen any of the, haven't read anything about it. I'm totally oblivious to what happens in the movie, but I'm also not like that excited to see it. But also I really didn't like Rogue One that much. So I don't know if maybe that's soured me a you little. Like it was fine. It was a good movie. I've seen much worse movies, but it was very bland. I thought, as far as films go.
2: I see. Let's well,
1: this one's quite different from Rogue yeah, One. Yeah. So, let's, anyways, let's get let's anyways, get the
0: opinions. What the high level opinions on the film? Because I've oh. according to the people I follow on the internet, it's about ninety percent love it, it's amazing, and ten percent it's not that great.
1: Yeah, I, I I liked it. Okay, uh, if you, were, I was worried that it was going to keep doing what the Force Awakens did and just be a a, a copy of <coughs> Episode Five.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it is not that. So in that sense, I was I was happy, and it it was a good movie that wasn't a copy of anything that came before it uh so i was very pleased however if you were if you were expecting more of what the force awakens had to offer like we're just gonna like give you some nostalgia good feels we're gonna hit some of the same tropes we're gonna like there's gonna be some cool fight scenes and some explosions like there was that stuff uh but it didn't it didn't feel like comfort food it felt a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. well that's good but that's what i wanted
2: Colby, you enjoyed it, yeah. I guess I guess I agree with that. I did enjoy it. Uh, the space battles were exciting. Uh, things happened; they were cool. Um, <laughs> I thought, I think, there was, there was definitely like. I think Dana is right in that, like, unlike the Force Awakens, it was not like exactly like what had come before. Uh, but you could definitely see like the inspiration from, from what came before. Like there were there were certainly throwbacks. It was just like not the whole movie was was the throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good though. I go see it. It's worthwhile.
1: Thanks. Well we, we anyways, yes. If you're sick and you're going to a movie theater, what movie theater candy are you gonna get? Raisinets, because they're healthy for you. You get some of that vitamin C. Are raisins high in vitamin C? <laughs> I wouldn't say they're high, but they're higher
0: than anything. Higher <laughs> than, than, than popcorn? Than, than, than dirt?
1: I don't actually. No, it's zero percent vitamin C. Never mind. But if you want some calcium, <laughs> lot of, a lot of calcium in those raisins.
0: Mm-hmm. Or does that come from the milk and the milk chocolate? I don't know. That's a good question. But that's good advice. That's that is sound pseudo medical advice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds, sound that. pseudo science. That's what you get.
0: That's what the people come here for. Um. Now, before we get into the wrap-up stuff, I do have a bit of follow-up from last week. Dan, I know you Whoa. weren't here; you were occupied. Um, did you? I don't hey, know yeah, I was did,
1: occupied with some. Yeah,
0: yeah, you were busy. But uh, did you uh, did you listen to to last week's episode at all? No,
1: there are oh. so many podcasts. That, it's first a of problem. All, I had to catch up on the Star Wars podcast before I saw the movie. I listened to the Star Wars podcast after the movie. Uh, no, I didn't listen. To I'm, it. I'm How not listening. What'd you absolutely? guys talk about?
0: No. So we did a little mini segment where I didn't know what to get my dad for Christmas. Cause he's a dad and dads are impossible to shop for. And Colby and I, we batted around some ideas and we didn't frankly really come up with anything good. So I kind of point blank asked him, <laughs> I was like, what do you want for Christmas? And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because you'll never guess what he said. Now I mentioned this last week. My father is, he likes to smoke meats and watch football and he does not know anything about technology. For a Um, second,
2: I thought you were going to say smoke weed. No, God, no, he's way
0: too boring for that. No, Uh, that would be cool. That is not the case. Great guy, very boring, not at all tech savvy. Guess what he wanted for Christmas? Apple Watch. No, no, he's still using an iPhone 4. 4! I didn't even think those worked anymore. He can't download new apps. He's on like iOS 9.
1: That's
2: awesome. I know somebody who has a 5C. That's a few iPhones to go.
0: No, he asked for an Amazon Echo. and I sold it.
1: I said it. Did you hear me just now? I did
0: not, but I believe you said it. And I said to him, I said, you literally will not know how to use it. And he goes, no, it's fun. I'll, I'll ask it questions and ask it about the weather. I said, this is the w- – I, so I went and bought him one. Um and we'll we'll have to report. He does not know how to even watch a show if he wanted to, so I'm not afraid to spoil it. But uh,
2: <laughs> my my favorite game that you play with the Amazon Echo is figuring out which word you have to say to get it to stop the t- whatever type of timer is going on. Mm-hmm. Like uh, mostly like the timers, like th- things where you say, "Hey, set a timer." Uh, <laughs> that goes off fine when you say timer but like reminders when you ask it to remind you to do something i don't know what the echo thinks those are called because it's not reminders because when i say uh what's your face uh stop that reminder it doesn't stop the reminder it continues reminding me um so that's that's interesting I, if I, anyone knows what reminders are called
0: i have just got in the habit i just shout stop stop cancel cancel cancel
2: And eventually she'll get it you just
0: if you just do it long and loud enough she'll get it so
2: i want it to be a conversation or something
0: no that's no it's te- you got to shout at it like all good technology colby just shout <laughs> at it till it stops like they intended anyway so that's i'll update you post christmas and let you know how that goes but to th- thanks for all of the many suggestions our fans sent in of gift ideas. It just piles of mail. I'm still opening it. So <laughs> anyhow, um, guys, can you believe this is the fifth time we've done a year-end wrap-up episode? Whew. Isn't that crazy? The that very no, crazy. I said,
2: Oh, my God. But I was
0: on mad. the very first one, we talked about the biggest stories of 2013.
2: Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We talked about like Edward Snowden.
2: Oh, man, that guy
0: and and Google oh. buying Boston Dynamics and getting into robots. Yeah, haven't they sold them since they have, then? they've sold them since then? They're not even doing it anymore. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a long time and uh, we have done sort of the same format every year. If you haven't seen this before, we kind of wrap up 2017 by talking about our big each of us pick a biggest story of the year. Then we each do a prediction for what we think will happen in 2018, which is always fun. And we do a pick of the year, the best thing we picked all year long, guys. I don't know where you want to start. Maybe we can start with the top stories of the year.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Seems reasonable. Cole is
0: very enthusiastic. Um, <laughs> I'll just I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, first, because why not? Uh. And I wrote down on our sheet, uh, this is the year we weaponized social media. God damn it. Oh, actually, before we get to that, I do want to mention, did you guys see, I we don't really get political on the show, nor do I want to, but did you guys see the Donald Trump Hall of Presidents animatronic at Disney that they put out today? Go, no. look, go look up. It, it's, it was all over Twitter, so I'm sure you'll be able to find it. They unveiled his animatronic in Disney World at the Hall of Presidents, and it's the funniest goddamn thing they intentionally made him look that shitty there's no way they did that on accident if you can find and there's a great someone on twitter did because they had the video (laughs) of the ride of him talking and they overlaid the grab him by the you know what access hollywood tape speech over it it was too perfect it was too funny um but anyway I, i don't mean to get distracted but that was such a treat today it's a terrible looking robot so, anyhow, wow, I digress. Um,
1: I have so many questions.
0: do you would you care to share Where is this in disney it's a It's like a ride it's in Disney, and it's the Hall of Presidents. They have all the presidents who are there, <coughs> and then it's i think I think Bill Clinton was the first one where they put the current president in and gave him like a speech, and so then they swapped bill the Bill Clinton one out for the Obama one. And now they swap, well, I mean, they keep them, but then only the current president gets like a special little speech they give.
1: That's gotcha. So what have they been doing for the past
2: year?
0: Uh, The ride's been closed. The ride's been closed, actually, for for refurbishments as they were working on this new one. Yeah. So anyway, that That cracked me up. Interesting. He looked
2: so bad. Anyhow, have either of you been on that ride? I assume, Dan, you haven't because you were well, not
0: that I remember. No, I did not. What? a, It's too boring. If you're going to go to Disney World, don't you know, what is a hundred bucks a day now to go to Disney World? Why would you go to the Hall of Presidents? $100 a hundred dollars a day? Pot? Uh, no, I think it's Magic Kingdom. I'm pretty sure it's Magic Kingdom, but I it might only be the I know California has it. I'm pretty sure Orlando has it, too, though. I don't know. I'm not really a Disney expert per Hmm. se. Anyhow, top story of the year. Um, We weaponized social media. Yeah, this was the year social media stopped being fun and started being used as a weapon, which kind of sucked. Not just like, you know, the bad foreign governments influencing our election part, but like also white nationalists using it to, um, you know, get people banned. You know, they would go search through years of archive material for one person making an off-color joke and use that to get them suspended. Uh, people buying ads to to influence people um, and going generally unchecked and these social media companies getting caught on their backsides without policies to handle it. We saw Twitter uh, today actually rolling out their new uh, sort of not-quite-zero-tolerance, low-tolerance policy um, of being more aggressive about banning people. Um, we'll see how that sticks. But yeah, I think it kind of... Uh, I think social media stopped being sort of a fun thing and started being more of a utility with pros and cons. Um, And the cons I think sort of became a little more self-evident. Yeah. Which is a shame. I think, I think we all have to be, be a bit more on guard now than we used to. You can't, I, I, I found, I, I asked me this question at, well, maybe not asked me a year and a half ago, this question, I would have believed pretty much anything that was said on Twitter because I'm a sucker. And it really, it's made me double check what, things
1: go around. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, it does, like, there's a radicalization on both sides, and it's not helped by, I don't know, like, why isn't Facebook, why isn't any of this stuff, like, all of the big public things happen on Twitter. Uh, But, and because of that, like, the radicalization is, you can't, and people say this over and over again, but you can't have a nuanced conversation in even 280 characters so but that is like even the news channels are just like putting up pictures of tweets Mm -hmm. uh, on the screen now uh so i think that's another component of it is like yeah people are using it in a weaponized way but then there's just like the whole medium itself is uh even if there weren't state actors doing things i think it would still be bad
0: well, sure. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there who are just jerks. And also, I also think businesses and corporations aren't, <laughs> aren't really doing us any favors with the way they're, they're advertising and link bait. And I just think kind of like any, any late stage platform, sort of all the nooks and crannies have been found out, all the sort of loopholes have been discovered. And, um, you know, I used to, when I, maybe this is just a small example, but when I first started doing social media as a job I was always Mr. Like, oh, I'm never gonna be that guy who puts all, like, 8,000 hashtags at the end of his Instagram post, and I'm never gonna tag people just so they'll retweet me. Yeah, guess what? I gotta do all that shit, and I hate it, and I don't like doing it, and I feel like a chump, but it works because it gets my numbers up, and I have to report on my numbers, and every month my numbers have to be higher than the month before it, and that's what, I mean, it's all business. That's what it is. This isn't fun. This isn't a town square where you can go and share your ideas. These are businesses meant to make money. Facebook makes its money on ads. Twitter makes its Money on ads. Sorry, you know, no wonder they're going to take Russia or whoever else's money. You know, that's what they report on. They they report to their stockholders. Indeed. And that's a that's a bummer because I don't I don't treat it like a business in my everyday life. I use Twitter more than any other web platform on the planet. Same. And and, it, and it's integral. If it went away tomorrow, I would feel like. Uh, it, this is gonna sound very so lame. I would feel like a piece of me was missing. No, because honestly, it has become such a, a fire hose of information into my brain that it, it's heartbreaking to see it sort of twisted and broken in a lot
1: of ways. Is there is there any is there any uh, is there any hope, Sean? Is there any way back?
0: <sighs> you know, I don't know. I've stopped thinking in terms like that. Uh, Because everything, (laughs) no, because everything in this world changes because there was a time where we didn't have Twitter or a time when Twitter was different or a time when, you know, I remember when oh my God, we were all mad about the Facebook news feed. And we're all, oh, but we'll go to Instagram because Instagram's pure. It's just images. You can't do anything bad there. And then they added ads and algorithmic feeds. And now they're testing all this bullshit. Like, oh, and your friend hearts an image. Now it'll show up in your feed too, which is like, no, that's the whole point I go there is not to do this goddamn news feed bullshit. Um, and then we all were like, oh no, Snapchat's the future. And then they added brands. And it's like, no, they, it's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. So I think it's just how you deal with it and figure out what's next. And hopefully something
2: good. Do you think... Like inevitably, every social network just becomes Facebook.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, because I mean, MySpace kind of became Facebook, and then Facebook everyone is went the to only Facebook. One that,
2: like succeeded in like monetize, like being a company so far, right? Like really, like yeah. Twitter hasn't really succeeded yet. No. Um,
0: no, and Snap, Snapchat's struggling, right? You know, but but Facebook also, I think, made a lot better decisions too. I mean, they make ad money outside of Facebook cause they run an ad network, you know? So, I right. mean, they, they've done a lot of things a lot smarter than these guys have. Um,
2: indeed. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It, it's, it's, it's uh, day
0: will come. Yeah. Remember how big Yahoo used to be? I mean, Yahoo, Yahoo used to be the face of the internet for a, a long time in the nineties and they managed to go away. Amazon almost went out of business and now they're the biggest company in the world. So,
2: that's true. It all comes to I'll enjoy it for Internet's now. Internet's crazy.
0: It, it, you know, psh, internet be crazy, yo.
2: It does be crazy.
0: That be does be cray. Um, yeah. So not not the. I try usually to pick a positive story, but this year that that was kind of my biggest my biggest story of the year. Um, was sort of the the changing of the guard in the social media world. Dan, uh, you've got an intriguing log line here in the sheet. What's what was your biggest story of 2017?
1: Uh, well, I, I interpreted this question differently, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> I don't know why I took it as my favorite story of 2017. That's fine. That totally. And I looked through them all and I remember talking about the stupid smart toilet and just laughing and laughing. And then that whole conversation segueing into the futility, perhaps of the Internet uh, of things in general. Uh, And I don't know. I was tickled by this story. I see it happen to me all the time. Whether it's like <clears throat> Siri not hearing something you're saying or uh, finally I experienced the HDMI. I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show. Earlier this year, you know the HDMI CEC thing where like your HDMI devices can control your TV. I had that working flawlessly for years. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly... I couldn't turn my TV on anymore. I couldn't turn it on. And like, uh, I had to like very precisely like keep turning up my PS4 on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Until i can finally like get the TV on long enough to hit like the menu button and disable it. And it was like, ah, oh. yep. so I've been manually turning my TV on like a plebeian.
0: Yep.
1: But that works every time. And a lot of this other stuff
0: does not. Well, it, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but it's just funny you mentioned that story because I am in a, an HDMI nightmare right now that is too perfect, which is because um, a 4K has a eight, was a H-C-D-P, which is essentially DRM for HDMI. Yeah. So you're not pirating stuff. And it never fucking works. And the, I, I'm in this weird loop where uh, Roku will push a software update to my, my 4K Roku, And it will break the HDCP connecting to my TV and it won't work. And then my TV company, Vizio, will push a firmware update to my TV, which will fix it. And then it will work. And then Roku (laughs) will push an update and break it again. And it's a cycle of every, like, for a month it'll work and then a month it won't work. And then a month it will work and a month it won't work. Because they're pushing, like, back and forth software updates. It's a nightmare.
1: As a software engineer, I don't, never really considered this, but I, like, we like to say that, The benefit of software is that you can, you know, quickly change things to fix bugs and you can get things to market faster because you can fix things faster
2: and that's a better way of being.
1: But is that not a better way of being? Like,
2: I don't know. On the one hand, you can actually fix things when you break them. Right. However, the, uh, I feel like the, the, the send it out there before it's actually done mentality results in things being broken way more often than it would be if, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't software, right? Like if it was something like physical, something that you couldn't take, take back.
0: But it, it's, it's part of that mentality of like everything gets updated now, which is a problem because no one knows who each other is updating and like, when technology used to ship, like, if something was broken in it, at least you knew it was broken, and you knew how to deal with it being broken. Now stuff is being broken in different ways every other week. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem I have, is I don't mind if something is shipped broken, and they push one update in the lifetime I own the product, because I can live with that. But because everything I... Oh, uh we lost Dan for a minute there. Oh, well, there, there we go. Oh. It's Windows, Dan, I'm telling you, you shouldn't... I know, I pressed
1: the button, and then the entire screen went away, and apparently my video turned off also.
0: I do not like new Skype so much. Um, but no, I, I'm constantly updating my lights and my smart switches, and it's just its just crazy. It's just crazy. i I, I agree with you. It, 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 my Nest the, connects the, to my Harmony, yeah, Cal, connects like, to my the,
1: Alexa. The cascading software update thing is I... Like, I think a big problem and this is really just complexity uh so maybe there is a world like something like apple home where it but it's telling you like oh hey your light bulb's updated and because your light bulb's updated we updated your smart hub uh and because your smart hub updated now we updated your apple tv but like the steady state i don't know Maybe there's to be software that manages our software updating. Oh, is no. what I'm saying. No,
0: okay, come on. You know that's going to end so badly. Oh, no, the software updating your software needs a software update. No! <laughs> no! Curses! Oh, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. oh, that's awful.
2: I mean, that definitely exists already in in, in...
1: in other forms, yeah.
2: In the industry, if if you will. Oh, no. Um, yeah, that's true everything's broken all the time
0: it oh my god i'm so sick of firmware
1: so that was my favorite story yeah it was a good one no i'm i'm i appreciated that one and so it did anyone here buy a smart home thing this year i
2: didn't Uh, i bought an. i bought like 10 of them an eco oh sorry echo the 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 amazon amazon listening
1: oh you you bought an echo
2: I did, yeah. I think that counts, right? You
0: buy anything? I bought, I I bought most of the stuff last year, but this year I bought a Nest, a Nest thermostat. That was, I think, Mm -hmm. my big smart home pickup of the year.
1: I like that. That's one of that was one of the first ones, and it's still one of the best. I think it's great.
0: It's just it's just simple. It just works. You know, that's kind of. But I I would say the the light
1: bulbs too. Most of it does.
0: The only problem is when you want them to interact with each other. Like, if you're just turning your light bulbs on and off or just turning the thermostat up and down, you're right. It works pretty well almost every time. The problem is when it's like, well, I'm going to set an if-to-recipe that when when the weather outside hits 68 degrees, all my light bulbs turn purple. And it's like, and then the whole thing (laughs) blows up. Like, that's, you don't, don't do, because it's, when my Harmony Smart TV remote asked to connect to my thermostat, and all I could think of is, why? Why? Like, what? How does that even work? And I was like, no, don't
2: overcomplicate it. It's very odd. I mean, I don't know if you were like trying to turn up the volume. It's like, it's so hot in here. Oh my (laughs) God. Like I can't hear and it's too (laughs) hot. What
0: is happening? I mean, just a torture chamber of my own making. Oh no. Um, Yeah. So it was a good year for smart home stuff. I got it. Like I said, I got, I got a couple echoes as Christmas gifts and some smart switches and stuff. So we'll see how many people's lives I can ruin
2: this year. Excellent.
0: Um, sweet. All right, uh, good good pick there. Dan. Uh, Colby, what do you uh, what do you have? You have a top story of the year?
2: Yeah, I think my top story came right at the end because it'll have implications for what we're talking about. I think we'll be talking about the results of this on the po- on this podcast next year. Or maybe we won't even be doing this podcast next year. We <laughs> well, if you if us. you pay your
0: ISP, you'll be able to see right, us doing right. the show.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I think I think mine's mine's like the the net, net neutrality stuff that's that's ongoing as we speak. Um, I have very little faith that that the Senate will do anything about it. So I expect uh, we will be going into 2018 with, um, you know. It a uh, uh, a new new frontier of uh, shenanigans available for the worst companies in the country to uh, you know really really uh, gouge us any any which way they can. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> I don't I don't really have that much to say about it. It's just like finally, like this is a thing that's come up on and off. I don't know once once a year or so right for for the last the last few years mm-hmm. um and like they fi- finally did what they wanted so uh we'll see what happens Oh, uh, do you think there's hope i,
0: I well know. i i so I, I colby i was watching before we did the show i was watching the the google sheet and i saw you put that in your prediction for 2018 and then you ended up moving it and i was going to challenge you on it I'm actually going to challenge you on the on, on net neutrality in 2018. I Maybe this is me being a little optimistic. Maybe this is me just like, you know, ignorance is bliss. But I don't think it's actually going to change that much next year. I, I really don't. I think maybe three or four years from now. I just think it's got a slow burn on it. And I think you know, we've all sort of seen these like dire, like, oh, you know, you, there's the the streaming package, which is $5 a month. And then if you want social media, it's $5 a month. You know, these kind of like graphics they put together what the internet could be like without it. I don't think that's going to happen next year. I don't. I, and maybe that's, maybe I'm kind of naive, but I see 2018. I think you'll just see a lot of what you've already seen. You'll see a lot of, you know, oh, the Go90 app, because Verizon owns it, will not count towards your data caps. And, you know, I think you'll see a lot more of that type of a lot more vertical integration type stuff when, um, mm-hmm. when AT&T finishes buying time Warner, you know, I'm sure they'll bundle HBO and CNN and a bunch of stuff in with all their properties and, you know, zero rate, a lot of that stuff. But I, I just find it very, I just personally think it's very unlikely that they'll roll out any major changes to the way the internet is delivered to your home in 2018.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, do you, yeah, <laughs> I think one of the reasons i moved it out of the, the predictions is that I didn't really have a prediction. Sure. I just feel like it was a, uh, a notable thing that like we've talked about many times before and, and uh, happened. Um, Do you think, I guess I'm interested, I, like now that you mention it, I like, I am interested to see like what vector it takes. Right. Cause I, I do think, at least in the short term, you know, the Comcast and Verizon's and AT&T's of the world will want to play it like they're not doing anything nefarious, right? Like, I'm sure there are hundreds and hundreds of uh, PR people working day day and night to Mm -hmm. to figure out how they can do uh, exactly what everyone fears without it seeming like that. Um, So. It's interesting to to think of where where it'll start because I'm sure it'll start on the edges, right? Like,
0: well, I'm like. I'm curious what what you guys would say. I mean, I, in my sort of prediction for 2018, I think you'll start to see more uh, data caps on home internet usage, which has never really caught mm-hmm. on in the U.S. I think you'll start to see more of that. I think you'll start to see more. You know, you you might get promised say 25 meg download speeds from your isp uh they promise that to you 24 hours a day i think you'll start to see more throttling you'll start to see hey if colby you used a lot of internet yesterday so we're going to slow you down today type stuff uh probably for a discounted rate but i think you'll still see that and i think the biggest most immediate thing is they're going to they're not going to they're not going to pass changes on to you the consumer they're going to go to netflix and they're going to say netflix pay us more money or else we're going to slow you down
2: that's that, a, that's a, that's what i was that's what i was kind of thinking is that like the first the uh, the first changes will will mm, be to how how other companies interact well, are interacting. Or and vice versa. Pro- probably the, you know, the a couple of companies in particular like Netflix, YouTube, Amazon Prime.
0: But it could also maybe. work the other way, right? Which is Netflix could go to the ISPs and say, Hey, we'll give you more money if you if you serve us up a faster connection. True. So, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Indeed.
0: Those are your fringe cases. But
2: Yeah. I guess we'll we'll just have to wait. But again,
0: you know, this won't actually even become a rule for a couple more months and then it will be in the courts for quite a while. So, you know, be vigilant, call your senators. But uh, but who knows how much we'll have to panic next year.
2: I wish I I had a more interesting senator to call.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) a problem with living where we live. Yeah. Dan Dan's a little more interesting than we are. I am. Well, not in terms of senators, but Congress people. Yeah, you've got a pretty, you've got some Republicans. Uh, not my Congress people. No, but at least no one from Massachusetts. Well, oh, okay, sure, but I, it's not country.
1: like I can, I can't call any of those Congress people.
0: You'd be like, well, I live next door. I basically live in your district.
1: Basically, live next
0: yeah, door. Yeah, how does yeah.
2: that work? I feel like you should be able to to to
0: call your neighboring counties, right. your neighboring
1: districts. I don't even think of neighboring counties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> I forget you live in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dan. Um, cool. All right. Well, those were the big stories of the year. We'll have to see if they, uh, if they last into next year. Uh, if we look back and say, hey, those weren't big stories, but th- I think they were good picks all <laughs> around. Let's dive into predictions. This is one of my favorite parts of when we do these episodes. Historically, uh, we've been hit or missed Do you guys remember what you predicted last year? Or did you have to? Cheat? I do because you put it there. Because I put that's why I put it in the sheet because I don't remember either. Uh, so let's go, let's go through our last year's predictions. Um, I will go first because I was wrong. We've done now five of these, and I've never been right. I've never even been close to right. Two years ago, I said the, the, the tech bubble in the stock market was going to burst. It's only gone up. Last year, I said original content was going to implode, and companies like Netflix were going to run out of money to make original programmings. Netflix is increasing their budget and is spending more than ever on original. There's more original content than ever. Hulu just won a goddamn Emmy. Okay, so what the hell do I know? Well, Netflix is putting out a Will Smith movie next week. So I, 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 I blew it. I blew it. Garbage. A garbage prediction. Um, so I, I own that. Uh, Dan, uh, I don't know if you remember the exact what you meant, but you said the return of activist technology. Do you yeah, think do you, think I you think called I, it?
1: I think I actually nailed this. <coughs> <coughs> uh, yeah. I think that we saw this a bit you know at the end at the very beginning of last year we saw it a bit when like people talked about okay here, here's the progression to have in mind remember like Arab Spring happened and people like oh Twitter Twitter's this big enabler of activism and mm-hmm. it turns out no it's not uh, because you know it's not a decentralized sort of open network and you know that has its pros and cons but to have like activist technology has to be decentralized and open, uh, and in a lot of cases, encrypted. And I think we have seen a big resurgence of that stuff this year. Uh, Signal, uh, things like Discord, which is, uh, you know, a a kind of a more secure version of Slack, um, much more open. Uh, Mastodon. uh, Like, I think we saw Federation and openness as a fad like remember app.net in the past uh and it always went away and i don't think that these things are going away now uh i think they're going to be here for good people like people talking about tor a lot more than they were before Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty (coughs) i'm pretty Mm -hmm. proud of myself with this one
0: yeah i agree i mean And it's interesting. We even saw uh, there were some members of Congress who were using signal and they were very quickly told, hey, don't do that. We can't, you know, request records access to those. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I, I agree. I do think that was a good prediction, an accurate prediction Um, as well. I don't think it helped, any, but people are using it. Maybe it did.
2: Um, (laughs) I feel like. uh, Like after last year.
1: Yeah, because even and, Snowden with all of his stuff, this stuff didn't really take off in 2013. Speaking of our 2013 stories, so. That's true. I
2: Sorry. was, I was, I was going to say after last year, I feel like any political campaign that is still using email for anything at all is. The, don't you do, like why? Why would you still be doing it? I don't know. Um, it's fascinating. What are you hiding, Colby?
0: What don't you want I'm, us to find out? Why, 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 why won't you use email?
2: Or am I? What
0: do you...
2: I use email for things. This is why I'm not like voting I mean, for Colby. Yeah. Right. I'm but not I'm doing. Not, I'm not running for office, and <laughs> nor do I plan to. Where are your uh, damn emails? <laughs>
0: um, Colby, uh, how about your prediction last year? How do you do?
2: Uh, I said VR goes the way of wearables. Some people are into it, but mostly, yeah. I feel like that's kind of true. To a certain extent, I don't think it work. I feel like maybe we'll see what the next like six months or so brings. But it it almost seems to me that like thinking about where wearables are at now, it's like there's like the Apple Watch seems to be pretty popular. Like I think Fitbits are still pretty popular. I know we've talked about on the show how like there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of activity in the Android wears base mm-hmm. um so you know i i feel like it's mostly been about the same though i don't i don't know uh, i don't know but but i think vr is is uh, seems to be that way too like once in a while we hear about things and like was it this year the htc thing came out the vibe
0: uh i think it like got in people's hands this year more mm-hmm.
2: so yeah right so, so, some new like players in the game, but i don't i don't i don't know i certainly haven't haven't seen it taken off taking off or anything I don't know anyone who i don't know any non non nerds who have gone out and purchased like v r headsets, so uh we'll see, but then again, like apple's talking about doing stuff like that, right, like in their you know the w w d c yep uh presentations and things so so maybe it's too soon too soon to judge um but i i do it does i guess it does remind me of wearables in that like everybody has their things sort of and it's unclear where it's gonna go
0: well I, I went back and listened to, not all of it, a little bit of last year's episode. We were, specifically, we were talking about that prediction, and one of our big criticisms was, uh, VR's cool, but there's nothing to do with it. We were like, there are no games, and like there's no excitement around it. That, I do feel, has gotten a lot better this year. Um, big companies are pushing. We saw Fallout in VR. We saw a bunch of Star Wars stuff in VR. Um, I think... I think VR in that respect has gotten a lot better this year. I I, I think your prediction is pretty spot on, Colby. That some people are really into it, mostly meh. Um, but I think next year will be an even will be an even bigger year. I think it's just a slow it's just a slow burn.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, we'll have to have to see see if it continues to hold true or not.
0: You are muted, Dan.
1: The thing that bothers me about your prediction Colby is that I think that wearables wearables are here and they have succeeded like this is the success Mm. you look look on the subway in New York I don't know probably close to half the people have an Apple watch or a Fitbit on I call that a win Uh, so yeah I think that I don't think that like I don't think that VR went the way of 3D TVs yet. Like it's not
2: dead. That's true. But I also sure. don't
1: think it's where wearables are.
2: I think it might be where wearables were last year though. Right? Like maybe. I think it took a little while before uh like when wearables were the the new hot thing it was they were going to do everything, right? But it, so it took a little while for Uh, everyone to figure out what they were good for. And it turns out, I think what they're good for is like health stuff. And like, that's what they're good for. And that's what everyone who is still like doing it focus is focusing on for the most part. I mean, like, you know, like there's fringe features, like you get your notifications and stuff, but like uh, the ones that made it through, like Fitbit made it through with, with Apple and, and Android wear and stuff. Um, so maybe we'll see that with, with VR and coming, like, what's the thing that it's like you can only do with that. Right. Like, cause, cause health stuff gets, gets an order of magnitude better with, with, uh, one of these devices. Um, right. Like you could track your steps from your phone, but it's like, it's just okay. And you don't always have your phone and stuff. Um, but then you got one of these devices and you get your, (coughs) your steps, (coughs) all the time and you get your sleep and your heart rate or whatever, all this, all this other stuff uh, that would not have been possible at all with the phone. So like, what's that's the question. Maybe like, what will VR's is uh, like thing that you could never do and anything else be maybe, I mean, I'm sure you can, can speculate. There are many, many things like that, but like, what will the, what will the one that, uh, Gets it there to to sort of ubiquity be, mm. or maybe maybe there won't be. I don't know.
0: Well, twenty eighteen is going to be a huge year for VR hardware, uh, and we've already seen some early announcements of what we can expect next year. Next generation stuff from HTC and Oculus. Hololens is finally going to come out. Who knows what Apple's doing? Um, it'll be it'll be one of the biggest years for VR yet. So um, we'll we'll have to look forward to that. You're you're muted again, Dan. Oh my goodness!
1: I can't do it. Next year, we'll see a lot of, uh, of the V2 stuff coming out. Yeah. It should be interesting.
0: Yeah, That's when wearables got good. Uh, sweet. All right. Uh, well, let's move into predictions for next year, 2018. Who knows what 2018 holds, um, but we might. So let's give it a shot here. Who wants to go first?
2: I need, I need a break from talking.
0: Okay, I I, since I'm the one with the the (laughs) buttery smooth voice and I've gone first on everything, I will go first on this. As I've mentioned very clearly, I am not good at predictions, So I spent a lot of time coming up with a prediction that is somewhat plausible and makes sense. And I think I came up with one. Only recently have I started using Apple Pay. Over the last like two months, and it's kind of great. It actually works really well, and it's very fast. I don't even have I'm an Apple you Watch. This for
1: years, I know,
0: and I should have been paying years. attention. But like most Americans, I found it a little intimidating, and I didn't know where I could use it. And all of that changed because I got over that, and then all of a sudden, my local supermarket started accepting Apple Pay, and the small farmers' market store where I went to to get stuff accepted Apple Pay. And I was thinking about it before the show. The only place in my day-to-day life that I could think of that doesn't take Apple Pay as the gas pump. Other than that, pretty much everywhere else takes Apple Pay. It's pretty incredible. Um, drive throughs aren't very good for Apple Pay. That's the other thing, is they got to figure that one out. But I did some research, and I found a bunch of articles with some uh, payment statistics in it. And what I found was about, and I'm kind of combining a bunch of different studies here, but they said about 20% of smartphone users have tried the payment systems on their phones, and they account for about 5% of all credit card transactions, give or take, okay? It's it's much higher on the Apple side, kind of a little less on Samsung and some of the other devices. Apple is like about 20%, 25% user base, um, have, have done payments with it. Mm -hmm. My prediction is, in 2018, mobile payments are really going to take off. You're going to see it accepted in more places and more stores. Uh, You're going to see people more comfortable using it. You're going to see a lot more Apple Watches. Uh, The new Fitbit smartwatch does payments. The new Garmin smartwatch does payments. Um, Of course, Android Wear does payments. All of Samsung's stuff. All the devices now do payments, which I think is a big difference as well. So my prediction is... And we'll, I will have actual statistics to back up how accurate I was. I think fifty percent of device users will at least have tried to make payments at some point next year, and it will account for an earth shattering twenty-five percent of all credit card transactions will be mobile next year. Five
1: times increase. Good numeric prediction. It's it's, we it's can a good
0: prediction, but I think I think it's gonna be huge. I will also say Apple Pay on in app is also pretty incredible. I've been using that a lot more and that's super easy.
1: And if you have, well, at work on your fancy iMac, did you know you can buy things in Safari? Oh, with I, Apple shoot, I got
0: a tr- although no, because I'm not, don't you, I'm not signed into my, I do. Don't you have to like be signed into your iCloud account and stuff Probably on, on your Mac? Yeah. I don't do that on my work machine. Oh, why not? My, I'm, Cause I'm, I don't put my personal stuff on my work machine. Come on! If I had a work phone, I would do it. Maybe I'll ask my boss, "Hey, can I get a work phone so I can buy things in Safari <laughs> with my finger?"
1: Yeah, see how. Or that your flies. face? Or my?
0: Oh man! Oh. <clears throat> too much technology. Yeah, just think of how much faster your payments are going to be with your face.
1: Well, you know that. You know that.
0: So anyway, it's pretty
1: fast with your face.
0: I'm excited. I I would love to use my phone to pay for everything everywhere. Frankly, the other thing too is uh, loyalty cards. You know, like supermarket. Frequent shopper cards and that kind of stuff isn't great
1: yet. Isn't that stuff kind of impossible in Apple Pay because it's generating the random token every time, and the whole point is that they can't know who you are.
0: Really, as far as I understand it, the only way you can do it is like on-screen barcodes, which you know is better than nothing, but it's still kind of a pain. But they're opening up that what I would. And I just
1: me- don't see Apple like providing support for this well i Although, think
0: wasn't it supposed to be in wallet yeah well nfc they're opening up the nfc more and more with apis so i think what you would need is whatever your local supermarkets app would have to integrate with the nfc somehow to scan it at the register so but it, it'll be a I think a lot longer than just payments to do that but anyway that's my prediction for next year please hold me to it um, I don't know who wants Colby. Uh, do you want to? Is your throat in a condition to to give us your prediction?
2: I'll give it a try. Um, I think I don't have a very good prediction here. I, so I was thinking of like the the thing we talked about last week, where where Google pulled it or is is threatening to pull uh, YouTube off the Amazon Fire Stick and stuff. I think. That if you are a person like me who has one of who has a a streaming device on one of the big the big three column that on one of the tech companies that both has their own media and their own streaming device, like I think more of that stuff is going to happen next year where they are fighting with each other. Um, maybe it'll just happen behind closed doors, and we know, won't know anything about it. But uh, I think if this, like, if this YouTube thing goes down, all bets are off, and you should probably just buy a Roku. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, I, I was. I, I, am I allowed to one up your prediction? Sure. I I think I agree. I do think that's going to absolutely be a thing. I think an even bigger story is going to be tech companies versus um content companies versus ISPs. I think mm. that's kind of your triple cuz you're going to see you know Google and Facebook fighting with Comcast and and those guys versus the mm. the new Disney Fox super company and
2: well interestingly enough the ISPs are also content companies. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And they don't want to compete with the YouTubes of the world.
2: Right. Oh my! This is god.
0: Monopolies are not fun. The board game makes it seem like it's so much fun, but it's not. (laughs) Uh,
2: Who could have known? uh, Well, we. uh, Yeah. In any case, I think stuff like that is going to happen more.
0: Do do you want to pick a winner?
2: I don't want to pick a winner because I don't want to pick what the fights are going to be.
0: No, just pick. Just pick one company. Be like, if we look back at the. that was a
2: deep sense.
1: That was a deep (laughs) sense. I just want everyone to appreciate that. I don't want to pick a winner because I don't want to pick what the fights are going to (laughs) be. Damn.
0: No, get your get your Buddhist bullshit out of here. No, 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 no. no. Just pick. If we look back, it doesn't have to be like they actually won. But like we look back, we had to if we had to pick a winner for twenty eighteen at this point next year, we'd say this company did the best. Mm. Who do you think it would be?
2: A single company. Yeah, I think it depends on how the net neutrality stuff goes. I think if it goes poorly, we might get to the end of 2018 and and see that uh I don't know Com- comcast is is having a, a grand old time uh or if not, I think you know maybe the Netflix is still still the content king or whatever. we'll see
0: fair enough yeah. fair enough uh very good Dan, do you have a a prediction for us?
1: No, nope, I don't have any okay. predictions for next
0: year. Okay, that's fair. Then we will yep. just shuffle right along to picks of the year, uh, where we each sat and thought about what our favorite thing, or our best thing, or whatever of tw- our, our summary item of 2017. Um, I was looking here in the sheet what we picked last year. Do we still stand by what we picked last year? Which uh, Dan, you picked The Witcher three. Yes, you give me
1: giving me Absolutely. the Absolutely. Uh, I need to replay that game. I was just thinking that uh, earlier when I had my week off. (laughs)
0: That would have been a good time. Uh, Colby, you picked all things Hamilton. You stand by that?
2: Yeah, still good.
0: Hamilton, still great. And I picked the Phillips Hugh Smart Balls, which I totally still stand by. So we did good last year. Let's see how we do this year. Uh, Dan, why don't you go first? What's what's your 2017 pick of the year?
1: So uh, a while ago... I picked on the show a podcast called Roderick on the Line. Hashtag super train. Uh, We need it now more than ever. And and there's so many of those episodes, and it's something that is timeless. So you can start from the beginning, and it never feels like, oh, why are they talking about a Ground Zero mosque? Like, what is this? Like, no, no references like that each is like its own little self-contained... Well, not really self-contained. They all build on each other, but uh, they're not temporal in any way. And I'm still... I don't even think I'm on episode 100 yet. Uh, There's over 250 episodes. So I've gotten so much enjoyment, so many laughs, so many lessons. I, I feel more confident about our future. I've been helped a lot. Uh... Roderick on the line is an excellent program. And even though Sean's only listened to three episodes and still doesn't get it, I'm confident that we'll
2: get them.
0: I, I don't I will stand by. It's a perfectly fine show for for somebody. Yeah, just not for me.
2: <laughs> now, Dan, I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you listen to the currently airing episodes or? no. <laughs> Neither, I I haven't done that either, but I was just wondering if you know I've been tempted because once in a while I see one like retweeted,
1: yeah,
2: uh, and I'm like, oh man, I really want to know what and happened. Sean
1: was saying they were talking. Well, yeah, they were talking about the most recent one on Dubai Friday this week. Uh, so hey, in a, in like a year or two, I'll I'll know what that episode yeah. was about.
0: You, you'll get there, <laughs> uh, Colby. I'll ask you uh, not to steal Dan Slender here. Do you have? A, I know you have a pick of the year. Do you have a podcast of the year?
2: oh shit because i know we listen to
0: a lot of them
2: yeah uh i think i think reply all really killed it this year like like they really came into their stride and and did some like crazy stories um about things that like no one else is doing stories about like you know how i don't know if you you've ever experienced this but like Listening to to like NPR ish podcasts for like four or five years, like you start to like get the same stories again. And I don't mean like re syndicated podcast stories. I mean like a different podcast will cover like the same topic or the same person or something. And mm-hmm. you know, often they have their own spin on it. But like it's like I'll, I'll find myself listening to some podcast and be like, I knew about this already. Um, which is weird and and i feel like reply all like breaks new they're just doing something that maybe other people are doing it but it's like i haven't heard it before like the episode they did about like pizzagate was awesome the one they did where they like went to india to track down like a phone a phone slash like antivirus software scammers was awesome the one they just did about um God, what was it about? They had the one about like the the one eight hundred number scam, which was crazy. Uh, I, there were I, I have to I have to I have to look right now for.
0: I've never I've never listened to Reply All. Should I Should I do that? Are you saying I oh, should do that? That's a good that? one.
2: Uh, I think you should. Yeah, it's 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 very very good.
0: Hey, I need another podcast like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a shot. Oh, that's good. All right, well, I'm excited. Yeah.
2: Oh, speaking of the the most recent one was about, um, like weaponized social media, like on 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 topic for you, um, weaponized social media in politics in Mexico. Cool. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, I feel like they do really great like internet stuff. Um, and uh, I I enjoy listening to it. Awesome. So.
0: Good pick. Uh, I would probably say, I, I think a non-surprising answer, and I'll cheat and do two, it's a coin flip. Um, and I don't know if they're really, they're new to me this year. I listened to like a thousand times more podcasts in 2017 than I did in 2016. Um, and I would say it's a coin flip between Dubai Friday and probably Mabim Bam are probably my two that I, I enjoy the most. Um, that I look forward, that I actually like get excited when a new episode shows up. So... Those have mm. been uh, those have been a real a real You're treat. Welcome.
1: I honestly, I, I again, do Dan- you know you know you know how all this started? Do you know how all this started? I was thinking about this the other day.
0: Uh, oh, I don't think so. Not what?
1: A while back, I picked on the show a podcast with Max Timkin and Patrick uh, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, which sadly, tragically, no longer uh, seems to be having new episodes. Hopefully, because he's writing his new book. Um, but that was how I heard about Do By Friday because they talked about Do By Friday on that podcast, and then Do By Friday is one of the reasons I started listening to Roderick on the line. So
0: they are all connected.
1: connected. Hey, and I, was is Do By Friday one of the reasons you started listening to him at Bim Bam?
0: Yes. Also, one of you picked. Right. I think Colby picked it on the show.
2: So I, oh man, the the podcaster social graph must be fascinating. <laughs> um, But I've been listening to that show, Sawbones, for ages. Mm -hmm. Um, Sawbones? Yeah, it's the one about uh, wacky medical history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That show is one, Travis, one of the McElroy brothers, and his wife, who is a doctor, um, and they talk about uh, wacky medical history. Um, And I just, like found that one day it was like in a suggested list on something or something. And I listened to it. Um, but that would, that was the one that's how I got on Mabim BIM And also the adventure zone.
0: Yep. That was a great one.
2: Uh, and then everything got connected after, uh, I don't know. Yeah other things that the, the circles closed or what, what But yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's been a, a very good year for podcasts. Um, speaking of that, I will say my pick of the year briefly is, uh, AirPods. I think, um, and I put in parentheses the wireless future cause also I'll say wireless charging on the, the iPhone eight, but, um, I've completely eliminated cords out of my life this year, which has been pretty amazing. I feel free. I feel light and relaxed. Um, part of the reason I'm able to listen to podcasts a zillion hours more than I used to is because, uh, and I know it sounds lame, like, Oh, we're wires really slowing you down, but yeah, they kind of were, you know? And I just think that the convenience of just popping them in, I can now listen to them while I'm cooking or mowing the lawn where a wire used to actually get in the way uh, and actually be a problem. Or I wear it lying in bed because uh, I'm a maniac and listen to podcasts before I go to sleep. But I find the AirPods again, no cables. I think the AirPods work extremely well. I'm not saying they're the best wireless headphones out there. I think they're sort of just the simplest and most straightforward ones, and they work every time, and I've never had a problem with them, and they sound good enough, uh, in my opinion, and I've just have gotten my money's worth out of them five times over. For travel, they're great. Um, I cannot recommend them enough. If you've never tried wireless headphones and you like Apple's style of headphones, they're a great pick. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed mine immensely. So
2: cool. Cool. Can't confirm wireless headphones are nice. I don't have earpods, but
0: same idea. Yeah. Um, it's been good. And Colby, you got a, you got an Apple, Apple semi pick here.
2: Yeah. I really like face ID. I think the, so here's how I've been thinking about it. There are times when face ID, it just doesn't work. Like you can't use it. And there are times when Touch ID doesn't work. You just can't use it. You have to get into your phone another way. I think the Face ID tradeoff is better than, than the Touch ID trade-off, right? Like Face ID works in times when your hands aren't accessible and you don't want your hand. You, it is annoying to make your hands accessible, right? Like uh-huh. Touch ID doesn't work if you have gloves on, Uh, And it doesn't work if If you're in the shower, right? If your hands are wet, um, be it from the shower or from cooking or whatever. And Faith ID works perfectly in both of those situations, uh, which is great. I think it doesn't, however, work sometimes when you're in like a weird position or you're like laying down in bed or whatever. And like, yeah, it's sort of inconvenient that I can't, you know, unlock my phone as easily when I'm laying down in bed. But I'm also laying down in bed like it's not that big a deal Mm -hmm. whereas like for for if I'm cooking or something I have to go like stop what I'm doing and like wipe off my hands this doesn't actually happen to me that often but like when it does it's convenient um so I think it's cool I'm really a big fan of the winter thing like it it I used to do like have like crazy decision trees in my head where it's like, should I put gloves on? Like I'm only going to be outside for 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. like maybe it's not cold enough for it that I have to have to put gloves on. Um, but now I just I just don't have to worry about it. And like assuming you have gloves with like the finger, like connecty fingers, it's great. Connecty
1: <laughs> fingers. I, I lost all my gloves, so. <laughs> I don't have a decision tree at all.
2: Oh no! Just cold you hands. Just go to like, go to like Uniqlo and get there. They have like reasonably priced gloves that have connecting fingers and they work. I fine. know.
0: I'm, get, I'm getting. I asked Santa for the wire cutter pick for <laughs> gloves, so I'll let you know how it goes.
1: I looked at that, but they're like ships in January. It's like okay.
0: No. Oh. Hopefully mine get here by Christmas. Oh no. I didn't check that. I just told I assume Santa could get them. He makes them up in the North Pole, doesn't he? Uh, so I assume. Uh, all right. Well, we're uh we're not only out of time, we're overtime. And that's okay because it's our last show of the year, guys. That's it. We did it. 2017. Can you believe Jesus Christ? Can you believe it? When we started 2017, we're like, will this ever and and it did, and we survived. Somehow I gotta be honest, it did. I feel I feel optimistic about 2018. I don't know. Maybe that's crazy.
2: It, it, there's
1: nowhere to go but up.
0: Well, that's honestly. I mean, it's like you know, we thought 2017. We had a list of like a thousand bad things that were gonna happen, and only like 200 of them happened. That's a pretty good batting average. Yes. Yeah,
2: not bad. I think that's so. I true. think we we haven't died yet.
0: No, and you know, honestly, I think, and I will just say from my heart, what a treat. 2017 has been for me to do these shows with you guys and with Matt and what a great that we hung out we went on vacation this year
1: which was fun That's true. and we That's true. oh my god
2: a, podcast vacation podcast we have vac- to plan next year we do podcast. we do oh, oh, yeah
1: what, can we coffee and beer summit I feel like it needs a more epic name
0: yeah we're, we're gonna get t-shirts made it's gonna be great
1: coffee and beer
0: con yeah yeah I like that coffee and beer palooza <laughs> coffee and beer east and then people just assume there's one Coffee West. Coffee and
1: beer jamboree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Coming to a city near you next year. Look for the tour dates coming out soon. Um, and what what a what a great year it's been. So I'm I'm sad to see it over, but we got a an exciting big year planned. Now we won't be doing a show for the next two weeks. It will be Christmas and New Year's. We are taking those days off. A well-deserved break. These guys got to get over their respective illnesses. So um, we will be back in early January with some tech news and more stuff on this show. Is there anything else you guys would like to say before we conclude this year?
1: Happy new year. Happy holidays. See you in 2018. Peace out. Uh, all
0: right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, I won't go through the whole spiel because you've heard it before. Don't panic.io is our website. You can get all the information there, but but that's going to do it for us this week. So on behalf of Colby, Dan, uh, and everyone who's been such a great fan all year long from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. We appreciate it. We hope you have as much fun as we have had, and, uh, and we'll see you next year for an all new episode of Don't Panic.